This is The Pastor and the Guy Next Door, podcast number 29. Good evening. I'm your host, Pastor Simon Chapel, and the other handsome fellow is my next-door neighbor, Bill Wall. Join us as we visit Bill's study. This week, we talked about Bill's adventures. We are live. We are. From 512 West Fallen Street in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. Welcome back, Bill. Thank you. It's good to be back sitting on the futon in my study. Yeah, this is this is a nice place to, to record. Do you notice all the relics here? Books, photographs, little people beetles that they got for Christmas. <laughs> that was from the Yellow Submarine. Um, oh, okay. My Packer and Brewer posters, pictures from the past, relics from my grandparents, my parents, pictures, um, awards, I don't know if you want to call them awards or recognitions, and the bar that I had when I was in college. <laughs> Plus my elliptical machine. That I yes. see now is being used as a coat rack by my neighbor, the pastor. Yeah, you know, there are just some people that will just walk in and make, make themselves comfortable right there in your house. Yeah. I thought, you know, that's a great place to hang my uh, hat and coat while we're talking. But, you know, I do use it. Before I left, I was on that thing from 45 minutes to an hour a day. Excellent. And I noticed it's strategically located in front of the TV. How convenient. Yes. And with the remotes, you can... Uh, Keep on clicking, little clock there, so I know how long I've been on. It works out good. Well, very good. Yeah, I got some exercise. Uh, shoveled the church this morning, so I, that counts as exercise, right? Boy, yeah. I tell you what, I did that in Lansing, Michigan. The big snowstorm that came through on Friday night and Saturday. We had received Saturday morning, the morning of my grandson's first first birthday party. Yay, Edwin. Oh, my gosh. I tell you what, it has been quite a year for that little guy. He is the miracle baby. From one pound, five ounces at birth, then he went down to one pound, three ounces, now to over 14 pounds. Wow. And uh, he's 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 a cute little fellow. I love following the the Facebook posts. It's it's so fun. (laughs) Oh, I tell you what, it's so fun holding him, and then after he eats, he'll nap. He'll nap for maybe 15, 20 minutes, and he wakes up, he bends his head back, and looks at you, and tries to figure out who you are. Then when he does, he smiles, and he cuddles him. It's great. Just a great feeling. You know, I've got three grandchildren, and they're all just precious in their own little way. In fact, after the Christmas... In Chicago, which was after the regular Christmas, Lisa and I were on our way to Cedarburg to babysit the two Cedarburg grandchildren. 
And on 294 in Chicago, just south of the display, or not the display, excuse me, the Hinsdale uh, Oasis, which goes over the interstate, big oasis, <clears throat> there was a hammer in the road. And the speed limit is 60. Well, you know, speed of traffic was like 70. Yeah, oh yeah. It wasn't really heavy, heavy, but it was heavy enough where there was a car in front, cars to the right, cars to the left, and something behind me. So I see this hammer, and at 70 miles an hour, you don't want to jerk because that could start a whole chain reaction. So I fell on the sword, and I ran over the hammer. And I'm thinking, oh, please, don't have punctured the tire. Well, I should have maybe said please twice because it happened. We had to travel six miles, I believe. Luckily, the wheel wasn't, wasn't hurt. But changing a tire, you need an engineering degree or you have to sit down and go through the owner's manual because things are in one place. It has to be, the jack has to be put exactly where the arrow is and it's tonal and you can't oh, okay. see because there's no light on it. So I, yep. luckily I had a little flashlight. Oh, here it is. So you have to put the jack in and then proceed to put the tire on. And now the tires are not your regular size tires. They're what you call donuts. Yes, yes, that seems to be much more popular. Um, of course, on a Jeep Wrangler, it's a regular size tire. I know it is, and that's in the just, back. So you look pretty cool. Just wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty cool with that. <laughs> you don't have to go looking around for this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, where's the spare? Well, anyway, Sorry. 35 minutes to take everything out, get the tire, put the jack together, put, you know, get the spare on, and off we want. And it says on there, do not go 55, over 55 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, they say that because they know people are going to go 65. Well, we went 62 and a half. <laughs> and then Lisa turned to me and said, you know, everybody's just scooting by us and they're looking at us thinking we're just a couple old people too long. And I looked at her and I said, well, you know what? We are. <laughs> Plus, we got a, a tire that doesn't work. All right. So that was, you know, things come in three. That was the first thing that happened. So we get to Cedarburg. Everything is fine. And we watched the, pa- I think we watched the Packer game, and they won. So that was all good. And, uh, and then the next day, you know, we're babysitting. Oh, Kendrick and Jenny come home, and Jenny's downstairs with Theodore, the three-year-old grandson, playing with Louie, the 70-pound dog. Well, Theodore had his hand on his collar, and whipped him around a corner and hit a safety bar on a miniature trampoline. Broke his wrist. But we didn't think it was because he was using his right hand. He oh. was picking. Then he'd hold it for a while. Then he'd use it again. And then he'd pamper it a little bit. Well, Wednesday morning, after you know we had left. Not Wednesday. Um, Thursday. Yes, because he had school. Anyway, um, he woke up from his nap, crying, it hurts, it hurts. So they took him to urgent care, got an x-ray, sure enough, broke. Number two. Number three, we're looking at, not, we're looking at December 30th, little Edwin. 
Now keep in mind, he's still on oxygen. Not much, but he's still on oxygen. And he's uh, like 14 pounds, maybe a touch under. Gets a respiratory viral infection. Well, not an infection, it's just a, a virus. Okay, so we spent one night in the hospital, they took him home, and then two days later they took him back and he was there for a week. Oh, wow. Number three, things, three, things come in three. So, you know how that is, mom and dad are at the hospital, nothing at home, we got a birthday party, we planned on leaving Dodgeville on Tuesday before his birthday, which would have been like the 14th. Well. We ended up leaving Thursday morning to get there, to help him clean the house, to help him prepare for this party. And he had just been discharged that day. So he was in for a week. And the hospital was full, full of viral infections, especially the, uh, the, prena the, the picky with the, the prenatal mm -hmm. um, urgent care or intensive care. <coughs> Excuse me. So that was all going on during this Christmas break and then I got sick just before we left so I had to go see the doctor <clears throat> and I still have a little scratch in my throat and I think it's because it's dry yeah and I I think it's because it it wasn't cold enough normally in the winter it gets good and cold and right that, that kills off or at least slows down a lot of the, the germs and viruses and bacteria. <laughs> Even if it doesn't kill them, it, it kind of puts them in suspended animation. Right. And you can get through the winter without battling all of the, the normal uh, illnesses. Well, and you know, with the viruses, it could you could be at a restaurant and the next booth over somebody sneezes and all of a sudden... Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll travel <laughs> for quite yeah. a distance. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. And so we don't know how, you know... Passing him around, of course, everybody wanted a piece of Edwin. Oh, of course. And, you know, like little kids, they just touch everything. Washing hands, nah, that's not a big deal to them. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, uh, we spent the last three days in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, in Escanaba, which is a great place. If you want winter fun, Upper Michigan, I felt very relaxed didn't have to we could not drive very fast which was fine by me because it was snowing and it was just such a beautiful drive with all the pine trees covered with the snow um, and as we were driving there was enough traffic that it kept the snow off that the snow plow had not been down it yet. okay mm -hmm. it was down the day before but this came through the night but we were fine you don't have to travel over 55 miles an hour you know, we are 50, 52, 55. If I would have driven any faster, I would not have appreciated the scenery. Right. Yeah, I mean, why, why rush if you're on vacation? <laughs> exactly. And Escanaba has got a lot of great places to eat, drink. Um, right on Green Bay. You know, right on Green Bay, going into Lake Michigan. Uh, it's beautiful. If that's your kind of thing. I know some people this time of year, they want to go down and see lizards and palm trees. Me, I like ice and cross-country skiing and pine trees. Yeah, I think I would probably rather go up and... I mean, I don't ski, but I'd be happy to just 
go out and either drive slowly or take a walk. Yeah. Well, they do rent snowshoes. So we can get out into the wilderness. Yeah, I've never used snowshoes. That could be fun to try. Well, I tell you, what I like about the cross-country skiing is you can glide. You know, it takes a little effort to get up a hill, but then you can glide down, and that's the fun part of it. <clears throat> yeah, that would be fun. Of course, they fell a few times. You know, if you don't fall, you don't learn anything, and I had to refresh my memory on how to <laughs> ski it. Yeah. That's okay. So did you get yourself into any binds or fixes in my absence? Um, not too much. I mean, other than hanging out with a couple of ruffians who uh, try to do fill-in episodes for the podcast. But uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got myself in, in much trouble. Uh, or not overly more than usual. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the three of you stayed in line yeah so it was just myself and, and Pastor Jim for the first one uh, we hung out uh, down at Cobblestones and then we we did a uh, session over at uh, Pastor Jim's office at the Methodist Church and we all, we all gathered around and uh, talked about movies, and, and that was fun. Um, yeah, those those guys are way more movie buff than, than I am. They, they you know, Apparently they have good memories, because they can remember the name of movies, the people that were in them, the whole plot, and it's like, wow, no, you guys, I'm, I'm just going to sit here and <laughs> you know, I'm let you talk. <laughs> I know the old actors, new ones, forget it. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, e I'm equally good at forgetting both the new and the old ones, so that helps. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> it's very fair. Yeah, you, you're very fair about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, tell you what, I just, uh, Lisa and I just don't do a lot of movies, but we had time. You know, you're on vacation. What are you going to do, sit in the Airbnb, which is a very nice place, I might add. It was, yeah. it was uh, this house that was 90 to 100 years old. And it was all done in antiques with throw rugs and uh, just quilts, the furniture, the wall hangings. Beautiful. Very beautiful. Very nice. They gave us a bottle of wine, a couple beers, um, local beers, maps. And we ran into them. They're very nice people. Very nice. Um, if anybody would want to go there. I will post it on my Facebook page. It's just a great spot, worth every penny of it. And Escanaba in the winter, each season in Escanaba has its charm. Oh, I'm sure. I can, sh I can <clears throat> think in the summer, being right on the shore of Green Bay, they have a beautiful, uh, they call it Lakeshore Drive, but it's Green Bay. Uh, beautiful parks, we went out, and I took a few pictures of the lake. Not just the lake, because all it is is white. And some, but, you know, you, you get some trees, and you get the dry um, weeds, that kind of thing in the foreground, and, and use that as a subject. Oh, yeah. It turned out it turned out pretty nicely. I shall, I shall look forward to seeing those. So was the lake frozen over up in the north? Because pretty much, yeah. We were, like I said, being in Chicago on Friday, uh, the lake was not frozen at there, the south end. 
as we drove over the Mackinac Bridge, it wasn't. But, you know, the further in you got, and I'm sure the further south, it was open. Uh, there was a tanker. I can't remember which way it was going. Okay, so there was still traffic on the... There was still traffic, yeah. Steel can take the ice a little bit better than a wooden ship. I imagine it could. <laughs> but that was a treat driving over that. It was a good time. A lot of snow, which was what we wanted. Saw some movies. Saw Little Women. Lisa was saying she wanted to see Little Women with her one of her daughters or both at the same time. I says, well, it ain't going to happen for a while, so you know what? Let's go to the movie. I know nothing about it, and when I was in high school, the Jesuits did not put that on our list of books to read. So I didn't have any idea what Little Women was about, when it took place, how many little women there were. <laughs> That's true. Women, I guess, infers a, uh, at least two. At least yes. two. And it depends on how little they are, too. Well, little ones, they grow up to be big ones. True. So, did you enjoy the movie? Yeah, Meryl Street was in uh, it, and then some Do you want to drop ones. any spoilers? Because I'm probably not going to go and watch it. My wife has already seen it, so she enjoyed it. Well, yeah, you know what? It was probably best that she went by herself. Well, she went with her uh, girlfriend, Sue, the, to uh, Cotney down the, the end of the road there. Okay, well, it's probably best that the girls went together. Yeah, yeah, I, I figured that was probably a, a chick flick. It Are is. we allowed to say that? I don't. I just said it anyway. Well, yes, you did. <laughs> and hopefully you don't have to do any penance, penance for it either. That's right. And then we saw a rough and tumble, shoot em up, bloods, guns, drugs. Uh, what was it called with Will Smith? Bad Boys. And it was a complete opposite. <laughs> of what Little Women is. <laughs> but it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoy retirement. Sounds like it. I don't get to see you very often. Well, I think I, I saw you more when you were working. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was much more accessible at that time, too. Yeah. Well, I, just, I just can't compete with your grandchildren. That's, that's the problem. I know. And you know, some people that go, go to Europe, take cruises, go south. Me, I'm going to hang here, watch my grandchildren grow up, which, I, you know, it, it's tough. Everybody, you know, when you work six, seven days a week, you don't have the opportunity. You know, people say, oh, you own your own business. You work when you want. Well, Yeah. You're going to work when you want, but you want to make sure the business is still there. True. Yes. You also have to work when the customers want, if you want the business to be successful. Well, and when they want to, and when they knock on that door, they want to make sure I'm there. Yep. And that, that's the tough part about it, trying to explain why you're not there. Well, it's not tough to explain. It's just that uh, everybody has their own schedule. And when they have time off, that's when they come and shop. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know that it's both the the good thing and the challenging thing about a small business. The good thing is you can build relationships with people, and that's wonderful because people will shop where they like uh, people. But then the, the the challenging thing is that 
yeah, they have the day off, so they expect you to be there. No, you can't be sick, or you can't take a day off because they want to right. come and see you. Yeah. Because they've built a rela- or you've built a relationship with them, and, and they're, they're going to shop there because they like you, and, oh, you're not there. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, and a lot of people, you know, travel from down, from out of town. If they come and visit somebody, they want to see me, because I've yeah. been there 40 years. And a lot of yes. people move, grow up and move out in, within a 40-year time period. Yeah. So that's that. And now, uh, now it's turning into a bakery and another little shop. And they've been doing a lot of renovations. Which, I, is, which is exciting. Oh, it uh, is. It's, it is. it's all part of the cycle. So you did great things there, and now somebody else's turn to, to do something great. That's right. And the greatest part about that whole thing is I don't have to worry about shoveling the snow in front <laughs> or paying the bill for the guy to push the snow out in the back. Yes, indeed. None of that worry anymore. I don't pay anyone to shovel the snow at the church either. I do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I owe you big time, too, for taking care of our driveway. That's right. Just remember to say hello to me now and then. Oh, I will. <laughs> so, stay down more than a day sometime, you know, yeah. would you? <laughs> would you like some more coffee? I would love some more coffee. Do you get yes. it coming. Highlander. Very nice. Thank you, sir. You bet. I'm going to replenish mine. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't think there's been anything drastic in Dodgeville. I've been driving my school bus. Uh, oh, I had this kind of the Sunday off. My wife uh, actually preached for me. And then with the bad weather, we let out the adult Sunday school. So we only had one session. And my wife preached that. And so I was like, oh, okay. So I got off pretty good there. So we had. Bad weather on Sunday. Uh, well, it was it was cold, so it was with the wind chill was down to minus twenty. So oh. we, we'd had we'd had the snow on Friday into Saturday morning, but then uh, the the wind chills were down to minus twenty. So uh, on the first thing on the Sunday morning, so we we let out the the Sunday school portion of the service and just had the main service, and uh, that that worked well because. Most of our, or over fifty percent of our congregation, come in from outside of the county, right? Which is which is bizarre, but that's that's the way it is, um, and so some of them are not comfortable driving in and you know minus twenty wind chill. Well, and the only good road is well, depending where you cut. Yeah, the the road one fifty one and eighteen going east. Yeah, we got people that come in on one thirty. People that yes. yeah come in on you know. From Lancaster, you know, do you drive the long way around and come in from Platteville, or do you go cross country and go through all the back roads? And yeah, so it's I, I don't blame people for, for being yeah. nervous about it. So by letting out the first portion of the service, it gives uh, time for the temperature to come up a little bit. If anyone's if the crews are out salting, they'll have more chance to get that done before anyone drives on it. Right. So uh, and we so we just. Uh, let out the first portion and just thought, well, we'll probably have reduced numbers. But in the end, it wasn't too bad. Uh, more people, we had more people than we were fearing we might have. <laughs> so I tell you what, I had never been in. I was in Lansing, Michigan, and on Thursday night, the storm was going to come in on Friday. Anthony and I, my son-in-law, 
went to a Meyer grocery store. Meyer, they sell everything. They sell hardware and auto parts and I think fishing gear, food. So we went to get the food. I think we got the second last parking stall. Oh wow! In the last aisle of cars, and the place was packed. Now I'm not one to self-check, but I did, and I had one item that would not scan. It was some muffins. So the gal comes over, and I, you know, she punches it in. She said, and she was kind of crabby, not at me. At the corporation, because I don't see why they just don't put something on here that's going to scan. And da, 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 da. Okay. And I said, oh, wait, don't leave. I got these apples. So she grabbed the bag of apples, lifted it up, and as she lifted up, the bag broke, and the apples went all over the floor. And I said, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. I, I, I don't want the apples just ring. I'll just ring out, and I'll go without the apples. Oh, goodness. So anyway, <clears throat> with the self-check, there's probably... Six to eight of them, maybe eight that you can do at one time. And the line was probably 20 long. And my son-in-law was like four aisles over. He got a free cookie. <laughs> because. <laughs> and as they were apologizing, and all the lanes were open. And he was like four or five back. And people had their grocery carts full. Wow. Was that just because it was... Kind of shopping bad night weather. Or well, it could have been shopping night and bad weather. The combination. Or was that Friday night? I don't remember. But anyway, he sent me a text that I did, did not look at until the next day. He said, I will probably beat you done and I'll wait at the car. Well, I saw, I checked out and I just waited there. I thought, you know what? He's got the keys. I'm going to just wait here because he can see that I'm done. <laughs> But anyway, so I'm brave in checking myself out now. Not that I couldn't have done it. It's just like, I like to talk to somebody. Yes, yeah. I'm I'm the same same way. I'll use the self-checkout if I have to, but uh, I I do like to talk to somebody. I'm the same with... uh, Now, my wife likes going through drive-thrus, whether it's the fast food, the bank, the credit union, whatever. She loves going through drive-thrus. Me, I want to park. Even if I'm at a fast food and I'm getting food to go, I still want to park, go in, order it, talk to a human being, get it, check that everything's there in the bag, and then go and, and drive off. And she's like, but you could use the drive through I go, not happening. So she's used to that now. <laughs> Do you ever notice when you go to a drive through you drive up, you stop, you're all down there, no, can I take your order? Please, and it's like, wait a minute! I don't even know what you have here. <laughs> I mean, look, and then yeah. it, it's too rushed. I want to be able to go in and stand kind of <clears throat> in the store, looking over the top of other people's heads, so I can read what's available and decide what I want. Then I'll step forward and go and talk to somebody, and they can take my order. When I go out to callers, old school. Well, apparently, old school sometimes saves you time. Yeah. Because when I go out to callers, if there is a very long line. I will park, walk in, get my food, and be gone before you even give your order. Yeah. So it's quicker. I, I think you're right. Uh, because there's the the impression, it, it's it's drilled into the American psyche that drive throughs are faster. And I really don't think they are. 
Um, so I, I agree with you. I have, I have had occasions where you, know, you, you kind of look and see which cars at the back of the drive-thru, go in, order, get out. And yeah, you, it's not unusual to beat that car. Yeah. <laughs> and you still get your, your pleasant human experience. And, and well, that's, it, yeah. You know, talk about human experience. When we had the store, people would email back and forth. Well, I, I would send an email. I'd like to talk to you. And then they send an email back. So then I send an email. Please give me your phone number. I do not have the luxury of sitting at a desk all the time. <laughs> Plus, I will have more questions as we talk. Things will come to my mind. And I need to know now. <clears throat> but I don't have to worry about that anymore. You do. <laughs> yeah. But you're the guy that doesn't listen to his, his phone if somebody leaves you a message. No, I actually did. So look look at this. Look, look. Here's my phone with no messages on it. I never looked at it before. Yeah. All I can see is 17. Uh, it it, it's, it has no messages. That's the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're on military time. Because I do, I do the 24-hour clock thing. So, so I have no... Outstanding, unlistened to voicemails at this point in time, which is actually quite unusual for me. But somebody, one one of the uh, ladies in the congregation was was cleaning down at the church, and she called while I was in a meeting, and so I couldn't answer the phone. She left a message, and so okay, well I'm good. There's some people that I will listen, so I had to listen through all these other messages. You know, play, delete, play, delete, play, yeah. delete. It's number until seven I, on my yeah, phone. Till I, yeah, one to play the message, seven to to delete it. And so eventually got to her message, and she's like, oh, it's, the heat's out in the church basement. Great, I'm in Madison at the time. I'm like, oh, great. You know, that was one thing that always concerned me. And it did happen one time last year. We'd have the guy come in, check <clears throat> out the furnace. Great guy. He put it in. You know, fiddled with it, and fiddled with it means he goes in there and he, they look at it. Yeah, okay, they're done. But I guess that's what he's he put it in. He should know what's going on. <clears throat> yeah. But, so in the end, it turned out it was the our thermostat. We had we had an old thermostat and it had died. Uh, so if the thermostat is dead, you know, I can't tell the the heater to fire up. Yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> So the heater didn't fire up, and it was getting cold in there. Now, do you have uh, a boiler there? No, there were boilers in the building when we purchased it, but uh, we immediately uh, bought. We we were able to get a loan from the, um, the utility company uh, to buy high efficiency gas uh, furnaces. So we have three. We have three gas furnaces: one for the downstairs and two for the upstairs, because we got uh, I think it's five thousand square feet. Well, yeah, you had the main part, and then as you come in off to the left, there's the what do you call that? The, the waiting air parlor, or what is that? What do, would you we, call it? We call we call it the overflow room. <clears throat> we use it for the nursery. Okay. Um, but our heat zones are basically upstairs and downstairs. So the right. base the basement to the zone heat zone, and that's where the thermostat went out. And then the uh, the upstairs, that's its own heat zone. Uh, and that, uh, 
that thermostat is currently good. So, uh, yeah, just replacing the thermostat was thankfully all it took. Yeah. And, uh, well, I tell you what, we had a boiler in the clothing store, which was great because it wasn't a dry air. It wasn't a dry heat. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens in dry heat is you try clothes on, it starts to cling. Yep. You know, like suit pants or skirts, blouses. Well, with the boiler, it didn't do that. It was great. That makes clothing look better. Plus, you don't get all that static electricity. Interesting. Yeah. So that a boiler driving, uh, what steam radiators? Yes. Okay. It you know it. Uh, that that's what steam goes through the, the pipes major- to the radiators. Yes, the majority of the the heating in England is hot water radiators. Uh, I think some businesses or bigger houses might have steam, but uh, most of it is hot water radiators, and they're very nice. Uh, so I had never experienced forced air uh, heat till I came to this country. It's dry. It is. I mean, it, it, it's it's good, but uh, yeah, it's, it's efficient. It is. Yeah. Boilers are much more expensive than forced air heaters, but it would have cost us twice as much as a boiler. If I wanted to put a forest air in, because there was no ductwork. Yeah, yeah. So that made sense to just keep a boiler at that point. Right. right. Now, was it uh, was your boiler natural gas or oil? Natural gas. Okay. It was the original Cause, one. Cause was the ones in, at the church were oil fired uh, boilers, and uh, we had a. HVAC guy in the congregation at the time, and he's like, "Yeah, you're looking at about three thousand a month in the winter to run these." So we said, "Oh, yeah, let's uh, let's not do that." Right. <laughs> Oil is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the the high efficiency, whatever, ninety five percent plus efficient uh, gas. And they've been great. Uh, they've been in there twelve years now, and I don't think we've had a we've had no real problems. Uh, so very happy with those. But the thermostat, which was fairly old, um, it passed away. It is no more. Oh boy. <laughs> so uh, we didn't have a service where it just got thrown unceremoniously in the trash after the. HVAC guy said, yeah, there's no mercury in it. We can just throw it away. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, I would have probably thrown it away if there was mercury in it. Well, I would have done as well, but he said they they don't do that. They, yeah. uh, they recycle things that have mercury, and they, they, they dispose of them properly. I'm like, well, that's good. I'm glad that you do that. Oh, man. I tell you what, years ago, these eight-foot fluorescent tubes we used oh, to yeah. play, we'd throw them in the garbage disposal uh, like they were spears. Pop, and all of a sudden, you can't be doing that. Well, all right. Don't do it. You take it to the hardware store and you you give them money to take it away somewhere. Maybe yeah. they go out in the back and throw them in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but then it's not your fault. Whoever, That's right. Whoever does that or waves them around like lightsabers. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that 
I think that covers pretty much what's what's been going on. Is that uh, is that well, a good place to stop? Yeah, I think so. It's a good time to to say adios, Avider Zane. Goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I hope that you enjoyed hanging out. 